Welcome to Comfortable Place on the Couch, a short-run podcast exploring every Midnight Oil album in the year of their Great Circle Tour. My name is Darren Folds, and in the coming months, I'll be spinning every Midnight Oil studio album from my comfortable couch, as well as taking a listen to some of their EPs, live recordings, and video releases. Joining me each episode is my long-suffering friend and longtime Midnight Oil enthusiast, Robin Harbrin. We join tonight's discussion of Screamin' Blue Live halfway through. Let's get back to the podcast. Next up, Progress, which we just heard when we were listening to the Black Rain Falls That's video. right. So I don't know if during that, did I get to emphasize that there's this cool extended intro that I think Bones Dry, I don't know whose idea it was, mm. but it's like Rob and Bones start the song very different than the studio version. It's faster. This is the version that should have been on Species. Oh, yeah. Recorded back then. Like (laughs) this tempo, that intro, that's how you should always be playing the song. Yeah, this this is the superior arrangement of progress. Yep. If only it could have sounded like that. So we don't have to dwell on progress. I I do have something that I want to ask you about. We were talking about fun, warbly guitars uh, during the Black Rain Falls all throughout the concert. Jim has this really nice warbly guitar tone. Yes, some great warbly guitars. And at the beginning of Progress, you can hear that warbly guitar tone again. Yeah, and, and I would like to get to the bottom of what that warbly tone is. Like, how how it's, do we make that tone, there? It's Darren? not just tremolo. It's not just tremolo. No, there's something else to it. Uh, I would love to duplicate it. And it's interesting. I've, I've heard that tone turning up a couple other places lately. Um, oh, yeah. Have you ever listened to Courtney Barnett? I don't think so. Yeah, I... she she's an Australian singer-songwriter. Yep. So she's kind of got that folky and lyrical edge, almost a Bob Dylan kind of thing to her. Yep. But she plays electric guitar. Okay. And often has a pretty rockin' noisy band with her. Hmm. Courtney Barnett's first album uh, was a pretty simple affair with just like guitar and bass drums, but just really stripped down, almost sometimes acoustic, I think. Mm-hmm. But then her next album was a bit more produced. It just had these fantastic guitars on it that remind me of some of Jim's work. Yeah. So I looked into it. It's this guy, uh, Dan Luscombe from The Drones, which Ooh. is a kind of famous Australian band. Okay. Uh, the kind of underground, but I, I feel like there was some Midnight Oil connection but unfortunately, I can't find it right now. I didn't research this. Ah. If, if any of you Australian guys, our listeners, are drone fans, and you know if there's some connection between Dan and the oils, yeah. that'd be awesome to hear. Cool. But basically, he's making some very gym-like noises yep. on, Courtney's, uh, on Courtney Barnett's album. Uh, and another band I like a lot is um, Car Seat Headrest. Yeah. And he was getting some very oils-like tones. Okay. Uh, like more of these warbly. Guitar, yeah, warbly guitars and these certain stuff that just sound like right out of 1098. Okay, cool. And so it's pretty cool when I'm listening to some of this recent music. Yeah. And there's occasionally a guitar tone that I just love. And, of course, it's one I've already heard before, yeah. uh, probably from Jim, uh, in the oils. So anyway, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And uh, if any of the listeners have other examples uh, or do know of any actual connections, that, that'd be awesome to hear. Yeah, that'd be really neat. I have notes about birds and monkeys. Before progress start, there's these birds, but it almost sounds like a kookaburra or something. Well, I was thinking monkeys. Yeah, but maybe it is a kookaburra. Yeah. And so what's weird. I'm a Canadian. I say kookaburra. Kookaburra. 
Kookaburra. Kookaburra. Kookaburra. Pete's doing his, you'll be trapped in your building, right? If you've been trapped in your building all day long with a window that doesn't open, open. why don't you come and stand underneath this tree and you'll know what I'm talking about. So Peter's saying that, but there's these exotic sounding yeah, exactly. it's, birds or monkeys or here something. Here we are in New York City with the monkeys and the kookaburras. <laughs> That's not right. So I didn't go back to check, but I don't think Black Crane Falls has those prominent birds no. in it. So it's it pretty weird. It does not have the monkeys. So it's weird that they would take the Exxon yep. gig and yep. overlay it with animals. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that also breaks the whole concert vibe. But I guess I just overlook it a little bit. In defense of your theory. <laughs> I just ignore it. <laughs> I just ignore it. And then it just works. Anything that's inconvenient, just ignore. Yeah. That's a good life lesson for you kids. That is. That's how we should all live. It applies to so many things. Okay, so if we're, we're, if we're finally... In a roundabout way, done with talking about progress. Yeah, let's let's transition into beds. Well, but there's there's another song here. There's the song. There is the the people of Australia song. People of Australia, Australia. you yeah. live in a very large place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a theory. Okay. So yeah, I think yeah that what we're hearing with probably Bones playing the bass yeah as opposed to Giffo and Rob just doing a little bit of cross stick yeah i think that that was an intro to dead heart he was giving that little speech over that over a dead heart intro in fact the first time i was listening to it because i haven't listened to this for a long time i didn't know what was coming up next i was saying oh dead heart's going to be the next song so what do you think do you think that could be dead heart do you want to play it for you yeah i don't know because that bass line it's not one for one but like i think he's he's playing around with it like he's yeah. noodle around. Yeah, and he totally noodles near the end of it. But I think. Do 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 do. See, it could be. But it also ends off with that weird harmonica bit. Yeah, which. To me, like he's got the harmonica ready, yeah, With, and it trails off in a certain a a way that makes me think. Well, here I've got what a, if I've got a ending. solution for you. What if it's actually after it, Dead Heart? It could be that, or you could yeah. just ignore it. <laughs> and <laughs> Dead Heart Pro- problem solved. Problem solved. So yeah, interesting about he says forty thousand, fifty thousand, sixty thousand years. So he's kind of like. When they put when they wrote the forty thousand years, now that is a dead heart reference. Yep. So that that's good. That's in that your plays into my theory. That goes to your theory. And then when he says fifty or sixty thousand, he he's he's updating his the science has been updated. I think we talked about where that forty thousand yeah. years has that they had found these human remains. Yeah. And there's there's argument scientific argument over the age of it where the range kind of got extended from 40 to 60,000 years. There are some things that lend lend themselves to dead heartness. Yes. There is definitely some kind of dead heart connection there. Do 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 We do, we do, could do, listen do, to do. the 12-inch single right now. Yeah, we sure could in double stereo. 
But no, they bust into Beds Are Burning. Yeah. What's there to say about this? Pete's voice sounds a little bit slurry. Oh. He's slurring he's, stuff. He's had he's had a couple too many. Well, I don't know. I think he's just kind of putting on a bit of a, a thing. Yeah. He, okay. So if we're going to talk about that. Sure. Yeah. So right near the end. Yeah. He is like that. He, when he sings the line, a fact's a fact. Right. Yeah. And he, I think he must have sprayed the, the, like, the first <laughs> like five rows of the audience are all soaked in his saliva after that. You so. may get wet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you're right. Uh, he's really sloshy. Yeah, yeah. This is the first song from the of the two our common future songs. Yeah. So our common future was a television show, uh, a worldwide broadcast. Okay. One of the folks who was instrumental in what was that that Christmas song that we covered? Do they know it's, it's Christmas, Christmas time? time at, is it mid, at all? Midge. No, Bob Geldof. Oh, that's a Bob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think Bob Geldof had something to do with this as well. Let's get everyone together. Let's get uh, politicians, musicians, Very suspicious actors. fundraisers. Yeah. That's all feel good and, and and Bob gets rich. Yeah, well, I don't know if Bob got rich or not. I'll, I'll leave you to figure that out. Yeah. Other people who were on this show. Yeah. Sting, R.E.M., Lenny Kravitz, Kenny Loggins, Brian Mulrooney. No. Yes. Brian Mulrooney. Brian Mulrooney. What did he do? Well, he was one of the uh, political people. Thatcher, Bush. Wow. Yeah. Brian Mulrooney was our conservative prime minister of the 80s. He had Reagan and Thatcher going on. Yep. And we had we had our Mulrooney, who yep. was just a lot more goofy yep. and jovial and had a giant chin <laughs> that Darren would draw. Yep. Dar- Darren would draw Brian Mulrooney cartoons all the time. And he had a very prominent chin. Yeah. And a tiny little mouth. And those little half moon spectacles. Oh, yes. And you would draw an Elvis. You had your yeah. Elvis. Elvis had the same chin. Elvis and Brian Mulrooney were the same guy in, in Darren's unit. Well, different hair. <laughs> but in Darren's <laughs> and cartoon. different clothes. Different cartoon universe. You could transform from Elvis to Brian Mulrooney. With I only just had like four wig. or five cartoon <laughs> characters that I would draw. But yeah. So yeah, beds are burning. What is there to say about it besides Pete's a little bit slurry in his vocal delivery? Yeah. Um, our good friend Glad Reed is here playing the trombone with good. him. Good. Yep. We miss you, Glad. Yep. As far as a snare sound goes, yeah, it's a little bit more snappy, a little bit more snary, a little bit less tone than we were getting with the uh, Brisbane concerts there. So the studio recording has these in- interesting percussion bits, and it doesn't. It there, there's these various little percussiony yep. riff fills. Yeah, there's that the mini Power and the Passion solo. Yeah, and there's just these little um you know things. And they don't play them live here at Darlinghurst. No, so they but they do a terrible substitute. Yeah. It's kinda of like a fail. just kind of hits and then falls down yeah it just kind of feels like it's almost like rob triggered some sample thing that was almost at the wrong tempo or something i wanted to listen towards the end (laughs) that's really over the top eh? yeah That's, that's pretty ridiculous but that was the thing we think of oh beds are burning diesel and dust is all this strummy campfire stuff but there was like some corny late 80s yeah there's some dancey extremely processed or or fake 
Yeah. Yeah, sound effects, yeah. basically. I'm going to press a button, and a sound effect will come out that will make you want to dance. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, and when we say trigger sample, what we mean is, as per Rob's drum kit, he'll have a, a lot, a lot of drummers have these. Mm-hmm. It's this digital pad that he can hit with his drumstick. Yep. And when you do it, it will trigger a sound effect. Or whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yep. And so... What do you even call that sound that came out for yeah, that, Phil? I don't know. Nothing good. Well, it almost sounded like he was hitting, like, hitting Junk. some metal things. Yeah. But, like, instead of actually hitting metal things. Here's a sample of me hitting metal Here's a sample of me hitting stuff. metal things. Yeah. 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 Here's a low-quality sample of me hitting metal things. Hate mail can be addressed to Robin <laughs> Harbin. Just tweet him, at yeah. Robin Harbin. <laughs> he was probably trying to recreate the studio. Maybe it wasn't even his fault. Maybe he was... Maybe Jim made him. Maybe it was Jim's fault. I remember bringing up something that I preferred in the studio earlier on in this live album. I was given a hard time for that. <laughs> I would remember giving you a hard time. I must have, like, I probably, like... <laughs> you hurt my feelings. Yeah. Pete changes the lyrics. Actually, I don't know if Pete changes the lyrics. Pete delivers different lyrics. Instead of, it belongs to them, let's give it back. It belongs to all us It belongs all. to us all. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of remarkable. He's trying to play up the our common future. Maybe was he referring yeah. to that. Maybe. Yeah. To be fair, maybe he's just talking about the complexities of it all. Because we we have these conversations in Canada as well when we're talking about native land rights and stuff like that. This used to be all your land. We have this problem that we need to work through, and it's not just as simple as saying it belongs to them. Let's give it back. We're going back to. Scotlander, wherever I came from. Yeah, if if that's what it was referring to. That's right. Maybe not? Well, I, I just, I sort of think Pete was, was slightly changing the meaning of the song to expand it to the whole world situation. Yeah, being something that was a global television event. Yeah, so I, I think that's what he's addressing. And uh, I think he was trying to turn the song to a more universal statement. Oh, that's good. That's my guess. And then it ends with Pete saying, Thanks very much! He has a whole bunch of different two to three word sentences that he ends shows with. He might have a rant during the show, yep. but he never ends with a speech. No, he just wants to get off the yeah, stage. He's always We're done. So good night. He's got, Thanks very much! And he's off. Yep. He's got, See ya! And he's off. <laughs> right? Yep. And I sometimes I even think you said. When we were talking about. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. That's not a greeting. That's yeah. a, I'm out of here. I'm out. That's another, I'm out of here. I like see ya the best. Yep. Let's keep it short. Yeah. See ya. So, Sell My Soul. This is one of my lesser favorite Diesel songs, I think. Yep. I'm pretty sure I was on the record as saying that. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was really not digging this live version of it. Yep. Well, what I should say is the way it starts, it's actually almost like there's a mastering problem, like like an audio problem, where I find the song quite a bit quieter. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I heard that It's like you well. got to turn it up oh, yeah. more. It starts, and then almost immediately the yeah. guitars just really drop. Not so much with the drums. 
Yeah, and the vocals are lower than I expect to. Like, yeah, it just doesn't fit with the rest of yeah, the album. Yeah, so so to me, it's almost like they made a bit of a mistake. Like the the mastering engineer yep. or the, the sound engineer made a mistake on the song. That took me out of it. It's already kind of a song I don't want to hear. And then it was like, oh, and it's not even. It's gone quiet. It's like I got work to listen to this. Yeah, but starting around two minutes, there's these long guitar solos, and they're actually quite good. Mm-hmm. and um it goes on for like a whole minute oh yeah and there's um, like really great percussion in there too yeah yeah from like two to three minutes the crowd's really digging it too yep. i mean it's amazing they're all clapping along and pretty much in time yeah and then to me the thing that really sold it was this is bones on bass they're doing like a, a bass and pete duet yeah yeah for the rant okay uh, so this is different but to me it's yeah. like this is not how I would expect you to be going from doom to doom, 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 doom. Yeah. It's almost like he's bouncing half a beat off or something like that, or well, it, it's how, well, different different notes than I would be expecting. Well, it's it's basically like Bones is playing Pete's rant melody oh. on the bass. Okay. And they're doing them together. There's a little bit of interplay between it, but it's actually really neat. It's basically for that moment, it's just bass and Pete. Yep. Uh, yeah, you always and, miss Rob doing his stuff in the background. He's always there. He's there. Yeah, and when I hear that, it's like, wow, this boom, 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 boom. It, it puts me off balance, the way that he's playing the bass, in an entertaining way. It's like, oh, wow, this is wrong, but I like it, but it's wrong. It, what's what's different about this? What doesn't work about it? It it draws me into it, but yeah. there's something about that just seems weird and not right about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's great. Like, that. that's uh, that's Bones showing what he can do on the bass. Mm-hmm. And it's, it makes for a really neat moment in a song that I didn't expect to like, and they really won me over after the terrible beginning with... A super strong finish to that song or the whole middle and end yeah yeah we kind of glossed over how well rob builds up the the percussion and and it's worth just kind of listening to we don't have to listen to it right now but next time you're listening to the live version listen to how rob builds up the rhythm because it's he does a fine job of it right on rob and then yeah during that that long extended guitar uh, break. He's playing some really great percussive bits through there as well. Like lots of good guitar stuff going on there. It's easy to hear that stuff and listen to it, but listen to what Rob's doing in the background there because he's got lots of. <laughs> oh, so I was just doing the easy part listening to. No, I know it's easy to just listen. <laughs> I I think that that guitars are something that just really stand out to you, right? It's like yeah. easy. Any fool can Any hear a guitar hear and be impressed by that. Any fool. Can. Yeah. Drums often get overlooked. Yeah. Just like bass often gets it overlooked. It sure does. So I think the band was probably really pleased with how that turned out. Yeah. Because you wouldn't expect, let's put an album of real, like our live rock songs. What's going to go on it? Oh, Sell My Soul. It's an unexpected choice, but they probably must have been so happy with how, how it turned they arranged that or yeah. how it turned out. I don't know how spontaneous it was or, you know. Yeah. Jim or Bones or whoever had an idea. Look, I can do this. We can do that. Yeah. Rob, whatever. <laughs> Everybody. Yes. Yeah. We don't say Martin enough. We don't say Martin enough. All right. Are we moving on? 
Let's have some more Diesel and Dust songs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. Thinking of this album as a concert, we're starting to wrap things up here. If only it had been the last song on the album, eh, Darren? Well, yes, because this is a great closer. That's what you say. And I think it is. And I think that they were kind of thinking about that as they were doing it. Like, like this is the closer. We're going to finish strong with sometimes, and it's going to be great. And then we're going to give you Hercules. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> you didn't just cheap out and give us a great ending. You gave us Hercules to end it. <laughs> and then we're going to do an encore after that with Powderworks. It's like, oh, man, this is the best concert ever. <laughs> I would have been so happy with that sometimes ending. And then I got Hercules and then I got Powderworks. Yeah. That's how I think they were playing it through. The, that's the, how I do it. That's how you would do, would have done that. That's how I hear it anyway. Okay. That's what's going on. So sometimes, this is the one we sort of started talking about this already. Yep. But basically this is the sometimes that should have been on Diesel. I agree. The The tempo yep. is way better. The guitar solos. Yep. And I love what Bones did with the bass line. He took Giffo's bass line, yep. but he, to me, controversially, he stepped it up. This is a better bass line than than Giffo delivered. It's, it's more driving. It's more primal. It's yep. got this real the suits and ties yes. that that Just whole thing along with that plays it up and, and the baseline echoes that it's 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 musical artistry is it because warren wasn't around to say hey yeah and warren wasn't around keep it down wrap a towel around that thing. yeah you you boys on your bases you're not here to think <laughs> <laughs> you're just here to do what i say yeah so that was warren you know killing the base on both diesel and bsm yep let's not have him back yeah, let's not invite him back. He just made them their biggest hit albums right. ever. The tone on the bass is really nice, too. It's really gritty. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of nice things to say about the bass on and, this and song. And so that's interesting. You're saying this was the real single. Yep. Yeah. This is the one, and our local radio station would yes, play it. that's right. Uh, so every day when I got off work yep. at 4.30 p.m., I'd hop in my car, first car I ever owned, drive home, sometimes would come on, and... This song went from being an okay song on Diesel and Dust for me to being one of my favorite oil songs at that time. Fantastic. It just rocked. And I gradually learned it was because of the bass. Got a really nice phasey guitar going on. Mm-hmm. Really amps up the guitar solo. It's not just the strummy thing. This is a live, rocky, electric sometimes. Yeah, and this, this sometimes could be on Species Deceases. This is where you realize that Diesel and Dust has a bunch of great rock songs on it. Yeah. And it's all in the matter of how they're, how presented. they're, play, how they're presented to how us. How they're produced, how they're presented. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to say that the hi-hats are way up in the mix because you can hear that when you listen to it. <laughs> any fool can see that. As any fool can plainly see. I can plainly see that. Yeah. That was like a recurring line in the Grew the Wanderer comic. That was his, eh? Yeah. A... It, the sage would usually say, as any fool can plainly see, and then Grew would say, I can plainly see that. I still regret selling all my group comics. Yeah, no kidding. I'm glad you regret a few of those things. Mm-hmm. Okay, and during this guitar solo, there is this wind-up that you have to listen to. I call it the wind-up. I've loved this little bit in the guitar solo forever. It's like it cycles around. It's almost like cranking up those cars that you wind oh, yeah. back. You're and revving it up. Revving up. And yep. Like, yeah. So that's, that's what he does in this. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that thing's genius. I, I even might be a Martin thing. Mm-hmm. I can imagine Martin doing that. Oh, yeah. Good old Martin. Yeah. Good old Martin. We don't say Martin enough. And then Rob starts super bashing his cymbals to bring us back into the huge chorus. As he does. And then there's another great guitar part that goes da na 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 na. I know the one you're talking about. That is great. song does something bizarre and the bass and the drums i can't tell if they're falling apart or if it's planned genius they're doing like triplets everything sounds like a good regular rock and roll ending yeah but there's this crazy like triplet action you're not hearing it I'm hearing what he's doing there. Bones isn't just playing the root note. He's boom, 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 boom. But I think that they're they're locked in. Yeah, eh? Yeah. They're certainly amping it up. Rob's going to town on the crashes. This is only something I started hearing. emphasizing all the beats. All the beats are emphasized. All the beats. What beat do you want me to emphasize? All of them. All of them. Play them all. Yeah, play them all. And play them loud. Yeah. I hear this massive buildup. Yeah. I Just today, but I listened several times yeah. and I kept hearing it each time. Okay. There was this new craziness. Well, because you know how the, the guitar has that bit where it's... Sorry about that. I think Bones is doing that on the bass as well in that section. And maybe that's what you're hearing as. I'm, I could be wrong, but I think there's a pretty crazy breakdown going on and Bones is doing something. He's doing something rhythmically unexpected under that part, but I'm not sure. Listeners, you're going to have to get a good set of headphones on because you're not going to hear it in the podcast. No, you're not going to hear it through our little MP3. The fidelity is not high enough. <laughs> To hear what Robin imagines. <laughs> <laughs> no fidelity is high enough. Well, because basically you weren't even hearing it right now. You plug yeah. your headphones directly into your yeah. high-quality iPhone. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm going to have to look into that deeper. All right. People who are as nerdy as me mm-hmm. uh, might want to try and listen to that tune and figure out what's going on. I wanted to listen to that tune and try to figure out what's going on. Okay. Oh, and then the song ends with a, with a classic quote. Who needs a stealth bomber? Who needs a stealth bomber? Who needs a stealth bomber? But it's not ending. The song isn't ending with that. Hercules is starting with that. It just happens yes. to be tacked on to the end. Y- you're so, correct. So this really, is what we were we've got about earlier, yeah. we've got the perfect ending to the concert. Who needs a stealth, stealth bomber? bomber? Let's give you some more, and we rock into Hercules. Yep. Wow, I don't deserve this, but I'm getting Hercules now. <laughs> They're so good to us. That, that's how I feel. <laughs> if this was a concert I was at, yep. I would be great. This is a perfect song. I've already said it. Perfect song to end with. Yeah. Now you're treating me extra special. It's kind of like the encore. But they didn't give us a chance to cheer. That's why this is the, you thought that we were going to end? No, we're treating you good. Yeah, I don't have much to say about the beginning of the song. It is a rocking great thing. Yep. Uh, At two minutes, I like his ba-da-da-da-da. We're missing a little bit of meadleys. Let me play you. 
and you can you can tell me if you think that there should be something here that we're missing. Okay, and then let me hear the ba da 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 too as well. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but yes, there was some nice do 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 do. But maybe they bring those the the meadleys. Yeah, but I think they do. Do they play that later? On I think the they song? I think okay. they save them for later. Yeah, and that's all they're doing. Okay, it's just to build it up more for you. Yeah, make you think. Oh, I wish they. Oh, I wish this they'd... is great. But I wish there was, and then <laughs> and then, oh, then you, you get it. Thank oh. you. You're so good to me. I don't deserve this. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I wrote down that at three fifteen and three eighteen there are meadleys. <laughs> That was nice, Meadly. If I may, yeah. those are almost Tweedly Meadleys. Some Tweedly Meadleys? Yes. Oh, the Meadly Tweedlies. There's Squeedly Meadleys. Squeedlies, yeah. These are kind of like the Tweedly Meadleys because they kind of Tweedly, Deedly, Deedly, Deedly Meadley. Yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are fairly Tweedly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And there was some great guitar soloing all throughout after that. Ba-da-da-da-da. There's a good guitar solo. There's this nice little bass fill that was Giffo's great contribution to the song and Bones is faithfully replicating it. Okay, hang on. You're getting a little bit ahead of me. Okay. Um, I've got something happening at 2.39. I call it an odd... Oh, I've been ahead of you for a long time then. Yeah. Okay. An odd tup? What's a tup? A tup. It's an odd tup. Not, it's not your standard tup. Yeah, I'm used to standard tups. The kind of let's, tup you'd run into on the street every day. Let's hear, let's listen for this odd tup. The odd tup. Just a weird uh, note there. Yeah, or a missed note or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, that's an odd tup, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of an odd tup. I had written down at 329. Are you... That was that false ending? Yeah, and it almost seems like a splice. Oh. I'm I'm not certain that it is. There's like a little glitch there. It just sounds to me like um muting the strings yeah. on the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a palm mute. I'm I'm an totally odd palm fine mute with that. Yes. Compared to an odd tup. An odd tup. Yeah. From at that point you get into the the live not backwards guitar awesomeness there's a pretty great guitar solo lots of crazy notes in it it's full of weird notes this is the the live not backwards guitar solo Remember how when we were doing Species to Seasons, we were wondering if it was a backwards. I said, here, let me play it for you backwards. Yeah. It's not backwards it's at not all. Backwards. It's just this crazy, awesome, great sounding guitar thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they're replicating it live. Because they don't have to play backwards. 415? Mm-hmm. See ya. I'm out of here. And that's what makes Powderworks... Yeah. The encore, the real encore. We're coming back for Powderworks now. So yeah, now it goes into this crowd chanting, but that there's the encore, right? Yeah, this exactly. The, the, yeah. the crowd's chanting oils, oils. Yeah. And then, okay, we'll, okay, give, we'll, we'll give you another one. We'll give you the poop storm coming. 
they use the poop word a few times in this album. They sure do. Considering they didn't want to have Gun Barrel Highway on Diesel because yeah. of the poop word. That's another reason why I'm not sure that was entirely their whole story there. Hmm. It probably just doesn't belong on the album. I agree with you, Robin. It doesn't belong on the album. <laughs> I didn't say that. So those drums on Powderworks, Darren. Oh, yeah. it's Isn't it fantastic? It's like, all right, here comes the band. Wait, how the, can the you band's not, not out. How can you not here want to Rob. listen to the Capitol game? I do. I want how to listen. How can you not want to listen to it, Darren? Do you even like the oils? Yeah. There. Ding. Yeah, Said yeah. it. I never said that I didn't want to watch it. I do want to watch it. You just don't want to make an episode about it. Okay. Big drum intro. So, do you want to know why? Do I want to know why what? Robin is the reason that the Capitol gig <laughs> wasn't made into a podcast. What? Me? Play. Yes. You didn't want to do Goat Island either. And I felt like, well, if I push too hard, I'm not going to... I'm just going to quit the show. Exactly. So, you know... <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll let me do Goat Island. And you know what else? The whole thing is Goat Island, the Capitol gig, that just wasn't on our radar. That wasn't part of oils for me as I was experiencing it. Opening the doors a little bit for Black Rain Falls because that was kind of formative for me. Like I'd gotten in with Diesel and Dust, Blue Sky Mining came out. Wow, they've got a video release. You know, that was important to me. Yeah, but even when we started this project, I think we we just really did have the focus on the albums, yeah, right? On that's the main what, albums. That's what it was supposed yeah. to be, yeah. So we yeah. opened the door a little bit for Black Rain Falls. I think we agreed on that early on. Yeah. We let in Goat Island. And then Goat Island, Darren just kept saying how he hadn't seen it, and he really yeah. wanted to see it. And yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But and now it's almost too late to listen to the Capitol gig. Like, we can't get it in chronologically. No, no, it won't be in chronologically, but that's why I'm saying I'd really like to get through... The rest of the albums. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to yep. this final run. Yep. Wow. Earth, Sun, Moon. Yep. Breathe. Oh, breathe. Redneck. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's listen to some albums. It's been a yeah. while since we've really listened to an album. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm I'm really looking forward to, especially, I think, Breathe and Redneck. I feel like I've never gone deep into those albums. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay. So somehow we interrupt ourselves from Powderworks. Just to wrap this up, some good guitar solos. Well, yeah, it starts with a fantastic drum solo. Yeah, and there's some great bass bits. This is this is Giffo right at the ultimate worker. Who is more of a worker than Giffo? Great bass bits, 220. Play oh, yeah, right when the drum solo starts. <laughs> Again, people overlook. It's easy to I overlook I called the it drums. a guitar solo. I know, but there's also drum. No, you're saying it was bass. It was a Giffo. Yeah. But there's fantastic drums happening there too yeah okay go ahead though you, you no talk that's about, cool talk about your bass guitar bits maybe there's some i just say they're great you can play them for us okay Let me i will them. That was the drum and bass solo. Yeah, there's like this real prog stuff happening, yeah. and then we get a proper solo. Oh, yeah, and those weird, squeaky, ghostly noises. This is a real ripper of a song that shows you early oils. Yeah. Hey, people who have just gotten on the boat. 
this is what you missed out on. Isn't this fantastic? Yeah. We're going to be releasing the back catalog. Go buy it. Yeah, and actually that's right. Didn't we just learn that the back catalog wasn't available in the U.S. before 1990? And so this was kind of a call. Yeah. Do you think that maybe some of the cassettes we got maybe were imports? Maybe we picked up a few when we were in London? Well, yeah. For example, we... We know we got a couple cassettes. I know that I got a couple cassettes when I was in London. Yeah. What One thing is in Canada, we always did have different distribution channels than the U.S. had. And we would get stuff through the U.K. Mm-hmm. far more often than the U.S. did. Yep. And so I think we got a bit more oils into Canada because of the U.K. Yep. connection. And then, yeah, when we were there in, in the U.K. in 90. March of 90, that's where we saw... At least the blue meanie yep. and maybe head injuries for the first time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the song goes out and we get into this montage of water. And what else do we hear in the background there besides some water, Darren? Yeah, we hear Blue Sky Mine. Yeah. Rather strangely. Like, at least to me, it's a bit strange that they go into this water. And you just hear a little bit of that in the background, and there's a little bit of peep vocals too, right? Yeah, like you just hear some harmonies or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. tonight. I think it's that little bit or something like that. Yeah. But you don't get to hear it. Nope. It's just one of these things that says, this is the band you're listening to right now. Is this band here too. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget. Just in case you would forget. Yeah. Okay. And then? There's the end of the album proper. Yep. And here we go into the final thing. We're all sinking in our own mud. We're all sinking in our own mud. Acoustic Bernie. Recorded in a studio for this album. Yeah, kind of a strange thing to revisit an old Place Without a Postcard song. Yeah. To do this supposed acoustic version. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it, it makes you think that, oh yeah, this is just the band sitting around some studio. Rob's got a box that he's hitting. You know, he doesn't even really have his drums. Just, you know, Martin and Jim with their guitars and maybe... Maybe Bones has an acoustic bass or something. and Yeah, you know, we're not really hearing much bass at all. Yeah, you're, think. you're thinking that's what it is. But that's not what it ends up being. No, I really do like this version. I think at one time I was saying that I prefer this version to the postcard version, but I don't think it's that simple. I think what I really like about this acoustic, so-called acoustic version, I think Pete does a super great vocal job on it. I think his vocals are like really... Okay. Do I want to say haunting or Hmm. very, yeah, I I think he does a very strong vocal performance. I really get into it. Like he's really. uh, Is this the one song that isn't sped up tempo wise that maybe be playing in a more relaxed, laid back manner? You wonder if this is slower than the postcard version? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just wondering if it is. I I think it's fairly similar. Because I wonder if that would like affect his delivery. Right. Now let's hear 
a bit a bit slower though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little bit more laid back. Yeah, just, but like not as punchy as. Yeah, but but really to me, very similar yeah, pace yeah. wise. What we want to explain is bizarrely when we started this podcast i think it was all darren's fault but anyway uh, he wanted to really keep the episodes under an hour yeah i was aiming for like 35 45 minutes yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) well i can't even do that on like a live album where we know all the songs are okay and so on postcard even though i think we both love postcard as an album a lot we just totally glossed over so much of it and yeah. uh, in, in our original podcast about it. And we even totally skipped Bernie. Yeah, we didn't talk about Bernie And was it Nancy uh, Dryden who... You know what? If it wasn't Nancy Dryden, yeah. I'm glad we're talking about Nancy now. Yeah, hi, Nancy. Nancy's a big booster. Nancy's very encouraging. He's always cross-posting and promoting. Hi, Nancy. Nancy helps us out. Thanks, Nancy. Yeah. And so... I think it was Nancy who pointed out how we ignored Bernie and we said shame on us. Eventually we would get around talking about Bernie here. And I think that's when I said maybe only online. Oh, I think I prefer the screaming blue version anyway. Okay. But yeah, I'm not so sure it's that it's that simple. I really like Pete's vocal delivery on this acoustic version. I really do like the acoustic guitars, the, the driving rhythm and the, the sparse arpeggios. Mm-hmm. And um, I do like this one quite a bit. But the original had a lot of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. How about we were just listening to that crazy, I'm talking about the postcard version. Yeah. The crazy room uh, on the oh, drums. Yeah. 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 You can, you can totally it, hear it's that. It's like, yeah, it's like reverb. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I think I'll probably take back this idea that I like this one better. I probably do like the original slightly better okay now what are we saying well let's talk about the music a little bit and then we'll talk about the song itself a little bit sure so you were alluding to the fact that this is not as acoustic of a song as we are led to believe yeah especially to label it as the acoustic version yeah yes they are using acoustic guitars yes but they're not using a big drum kit which would actually be acoustic, by the way, as long as he turned off his silly sound effects. You know, you're thinking like those intimate and interactive type concerts yeah. that were so popular around this time. Right. But lots of other things do come into the song, and they're they're really, really nice stuff. Is it an auto harp, do you think, that they're playing? They've got these big strummy kind of things, and they don't sound like guitars to me. Again, I think it might be if you, if you strum the guitar really close to the bridge yeah you can get more or less that sound out of it okay. so yeah I, but i know what you're talking about should i play what, what i'm yeah. talking about go for it hey now, this is my this is my so yes it could be an auto harp but yeah it could also just be strumming close to the bridge yeah and uh i could imagine this is this is a song where Jim and Martin would be totally locked in on each other. Yeah. So it sounds like one huge guitar at times, mm. but then they'll take one would do the strum. Yeah. They'll play back and forth yeah. and then sync back together. And again. I, I I totally can hear what you're saying about it being way down by the bridge. I saw his picture. Our well, actually, we were never in her class at the same time. I think she was my grade three teacher. She might have been your grade two or grade four teacher, Miss Looney. <laughs> Miss Looney had an auto harp. Let's just say That's that Miss Looney's still around. Say. Yeah, and she was uh, our 
she was like a singing teacher. Yeah, she was very musical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, would run kind of a choir. She ran a tight ship, that lady. She did. And uh, Darren has some stories about that. But I anyway, ran afoul of Miss Looney yeah, on a couple uh, of occasions. But she's she is actually kind of a friend of my dad's because of the stamp collecting thing. Oh, right on. Yeah, and she gave me tons of Star Trek magazines because she's actually a huge Star Trek fan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Two children in the harbor play their game star. We get some keys added to it. Yeah, so, well, the first time it comes in, it's it's actually, I'm glad it's pretty subtle. Yeah. But it's it actually sounds like that fake choir synth. Okay. Like where you got that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you play. Because later on, like, we've got, like, some big string type yeah. sounds, but those could be. They could be real, yeah. or they could just be synth as well. Yeah. They don't strike me as being super real sounding. So that's what's kind of funny about calling this the acoustic version. Yeah. It's like actually they're sticking some of the, the fakest keyboardy kind of things of the whole album. Yeah. Into the so-called acoustic song. Yeah. But anyway, it sounds to me like there's a fake choir Ooh. through until the potentially fake strings come in. What else is there? Unresolved ending on guitar arpeggio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have my guitar hand or Darren's guitar <laughs> handy. He, he had enough Calculated of Calculated decision. Yeah, it was... Uh, no, not really. It I was see. making him uncomfortable uh, last time I was playing it so much. No, it wasn't. Um, it, well, it was giving you feelings you didn't really want to acknowledge. Oh, yeah, I totally acknowledged them. <laughs> you didn't want to acknowledge. I didn't say you didn't. Um, How do you know what I want? <laughs> So you're saying you do want those feelings. Well, go get that guitar then. I don't need those guitars to get those feelings. <laughs> oh okay. I don't know how much of that you're going to leave in. So I think that's like a C7 chord. Okay. You got your C and your G from your regular C major, or actually yeah. just C5, Yeah. like a power chord. Okay. But then it's got the B in it, which would make it like a C7. Oh, so that's what it sounds like to me. But if I had the guitar here, I would try and actually do it. But that's okay. It's late. That's all right. So it's not an unresolved kind of ending. It's just, that's just, it just ends on that chord. Well, it is, is unresolved saying? because it play. I believe the last note played is the B, the which, seventh. Yeah, the which seventh. isn't in a standard C chord. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that seven cool. always has that. Leave you hanging feeling Leaves you to hanging. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. We never really got to talk about Bernie. So did you do some research about Bernie? Like, Well, I know that Bernie is a place in Tasmania that uh, was pretty messy. Like an environmental... Environmental pollution. Mess. Yeah. I don't think it was toxic waste, but it's pretty nasty, apparently. Apparently it's been all cleaned up, too. That's a nice place now. Yeah. I have not looked at my notes for Bernie since Place Without a Postcard. Wow. Lucky Country. Best song to date. Where's Bernie? Oh, there's Bernie. Bernie Tasmania, founded in 1827. It was named Emu Bay, hmm. but then renamed for William Bernie, a director of the Van Diemen's Land Company. And so Bernie is on the north, like Tasmania is that 
island off the coast. Uh, down of, south. Down south. Where it's even colder. Southeast. Because they do things backwards. Yeah, everything's backwards. Oh, yeah, you go further south and it gets colder. colder. That's weird. That is weird. Um, and so along the north shore, just to the west of the center. So it's not as cold as the south shore would be. <laughs> so the warmer north shore. You might be It's you very might be confusing. Right. Yep. So Bernie, lots of manufacturing. Oh, lots of forestry. Sounds kind of like Thunder Bay. Mm. Pulp and paper. Hey. That's what we did do a lot of here and do still some of. Mm-hmm. Thunder Bay is also a port city. But I guess they must have gone through some real economic and environmental turmoil mm-hmm. at some time. Yeah. What's the song about, though? What's what's the core of the song, do you figure? Often we can find meaning in a chorus. This is my home. This is my sea. Don't paint it with the future of factories. I want to stay. I feel okay. There's nothing else is perfect. I'll have my way. So, I don't know. It sounds, sounds like it's more of a one-person story. Mm-hmm. Somebody who trying to be hopeful for the future despite Mm -hmm. it not looking all that that hopeful yeah i get a vibe you know home is home no matter where it is even if it is a a nasty place right now a man will stand up for his place i'll make it what's the line there i'll stay and i'll fight there's also the is there a is there a line that's something like i'll make it what i want to or something like that don't paint with the future factories this is my life this is my right. I'll make it what I want to. Yeah. I'll stay and I'll fight. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of that idea of when a particular place has a hard time, mm-hmm. has problems that, yeah, you can just run to where you think it'll be better yeah. or you can try to fix it yourself. Yeah. And as, you know, even our own city here is going through some troubles. Do we just, do we give up and leave or do we try to do, or do we ignore it? Do mm-hmm. we draw the blind? Yeah. Uh, or do we try to actually improve it? Yeah. Do we try to fix it? So, want to give a couple concluding thoughts? You expect me to have some? Yeah, I, was, I wondered if you had any. Um, we were talking during the Blue Sky Mining conversation that they were wondering if they were heading down the right road with Blue Sky Mining. Maybe they were thinking... It was a bit of a mistake. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a little bit of a response to some mixed feelings about how Blue Sky Mining turned out, even though it, it did well. Yeah. And there's lots of good stuff in it, if it was the right album for the time. Yeah, the idea that Diesel was a turn, yep. and then they went even further with Blue Sky Mining. As far as? With that sound and with, yeah, with getting away from the rock in a way. Yeah. And then maybe Jim or whoever else was involved going through these old tapes and stuff and going, boy, we used to really rock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and especially if it was Jim, Jim would usually be the one in charge of that kind of en- engineering slash archiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of like, well, I want to say the group was historian, the but librarian. not just the librarian yeah. too. And if he was also the one who wasn't pleased about feeling they had to turn out these hits yeah. or they had to make these radio-friendly songs and always be worried about that, yeah. maybe even more so with that opening state, with the whole, this whole album is pulling the oils at, at their rock, you know, like, yeah. 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 At the same time, I think Jim was quite against the idea of putting together the compilation album, the greatest hits package 
Yeah. Um, what was that? 40,000 watts RSL? 20,000. 20,000. Yeah. It should have been 40,000, but yeah, 20,000 <laughs> Well, then I think maybe it's in the tank. There's something like 40 or 60,000. Oh, yeah. Some, something as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I'm just wondering, you know, what, how that would fit into Jim's feelings about putting together this kind of, it's not that it's a greatest hits. That, that's it's right. It's live. Yeah. It, it's live. And, and. They put some kind of obscure songs on it. Yep. So to that American audience that this actually was, in, I think, intended for. I think that we can speculate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It actually isn't at all a greatest hits no. of, yeah. I mean, they, they stuck beds on. But to put Sell My Soul on and, and even Dream World, well, and sometimes. But to put the Sell My Soul on it, that was like a weird move. Yeah. We mean, uh, I don't know. Well, it's just is not one of the hits on on Diesel. Every song's a hit. There's and worse. by hit, I mean, <laughs> there's worse. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and then the selection, like putting Powder Works on, putting. Well, yeah, you, and that's definitely saying we want to show you who yeah. we are. Yeah. Like you need to see the yeah. full picture. So it's of not this. at all the greatest hits. No, you're uh, right. a live compilation. If anything, it's a, it is a career retrospective mm-hmm. with a focus on them rocking. Yeah, agreed. It's silly to play the game for this kind of album. Yeah. Yeah. No. Of no. course I wouldn't take this one. No. It's a great album. Yeah. I'm glad to have it. Um, yeah, I think we, sh- we do have to play the game officially, but we already have. We've both rejected it. Yep. Because on that list of canonical albums that we saw yep. uh, on the Midnight Oil website. Yep. This is included. Real Thing is not. Yeah, I don't buy that. I don't play that game. Yeah, and I know they, somebody was saying online, it may have been Hamish that was saying, oh, it's been excised from the tank, and so it doesn't matter anymore. Well, he didn't say it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Like, they're just treating it as not. That I don't play that game. You released it. It's there. It's part of mine. I've got it in the collection. Yeah, yeah. Real Thing matters. Yeah, it just, I guess, gets a bit weird with like the eps that have yeah. quite a few songs or yeah. that best of the b-sides or whatever but yeah this one by any standard up until the tank was released mm-hmm. this was one of their albums oh yeah for sure yeah 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 one of their main canonical oh, yeah. Yeah. albums yeah. yeah this was a big deal when it came out yeah it's been so fun listening to these older songs again yeah and even just putting together the playlist to listen to the originals and so like, oh yeah of course we all know there's these great old oil songs because I've been making myself listen album at a time throughout the year. It's been quite a joy to listen to all this stuff again. Yeah. Thanks very much. Well, I guess it's time to read from our script. Hey, we never explain a lot of people who listen to this on iTunes or on Google play. Don't know that we do have this webpage, darrenfolds.com slash podcasts. Mm-hmm where we have links to sometimes things like photos and other mp3s to listen to and youtube videos and all kinds of stuff that relates to what we talk about on the show and there might be three four five six so if you don't get enough listening just to the audio go to the show notes that's right there's a bit you can go a bit deeper and just in case you need to know how to spell darren folds folds is spelled f-o-u-l-d-s yes again it would be super helpful to leave reviews on the iTunes iTunes Google Play people are excused 
But iTunes folks, you have no excuse. None. If you don't like us, give us a one star. Yeah. Can you give us no stars? No, one star is the least. And then you have to always say, I wish I could give this zero stars because <laughs> that's what it deserves. Or you can give us five stars and help other Midnight Oil fans find the podcast on yeah. iTunes. Or you can be more honest and give us between two and four stars to really personally express you could give how us, you feel. If you wanted to give us four stars, you could do that too. Yeah. You don't have to be between two and four stars or five stars. No. Or if you could star. do three you, stars, you could do and say this is the most mediocre <laughs> midnight oil podcast I listen to. Okay, good night. How do we end this thing? Oh, <laughs> clunk, crash! Oh my head! That is how we end it. I guess it's time to retract the stylus, to slide the vinyl back into its sleeve, and say good night until next time when we'll be listening to the oils Earth and Sun and Moon from 1993 on Comfortable Place on the Couch, a Midnight Oil podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to Comfortable Place on the Couch wherever you find good podcasts, and you can get in touch with us on the Twitter at Darren the Folds and at Robin Harbrin. So, for Robin Harbrin, I'm Darren Folds. Good night. Good night. Whatever. Yeah, somehow it's after midnight. <sighs> How long will we be going? Guess. Are we up on three hours again? Mm-hmm. Get out. Yep. Like a bird on the wire. Like a song from a midnight choir. People of Australia. There's a poop storm a-coming.